You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Hello, everyone. It is October 5th, 2021, and you're listening to the best podcast. My name is Griffin Reynolds, and I'm joined as always, not only by my best friend and pal, BJ Guest. Hello. It's me, BJ Guest. <laughs> We are joined today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, We are also joined by some members of our uh, podcast network, the Cellar Dwellers. I will let you guys introduce yourselves. Hello. You forgot. Hello. I'm the the Cellar Dweller Christian. I am the Cellar Dweller Colby. I like that. That's our title. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for being here for our first official episode of Halloween. This is Halloween. This, this is Halloween. 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 That felt good. Yeah, that did it feel good. good. Yeah, it looked yeah. good. My wife makes fun of me every time I talk about. It. She's like, "That's stupid as fuck. Why don't you call it Spooktober?" I'm like, "Everybody calls it Spooktober, babe. We talk. Everybody calls Spooktober." Appreciate Halloween. I think it. I think it's good. Yes. No, we did Spooktober for like the first. October we did this and then yeah like, we didn't know who we were yet we were still figuring it out testing the waters you know I think yeah. we literally were texting each other about the name <laughs> like Griffin responded all caps Halloween oh yeah it just hit me like a <laughs> when when you know you know right yeah absolutely yeah. Um, so we have uh, had some great banter. If you would like to check into our pre-show banter, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash the best podcast around ah, 8.30 that, p.m. That Eastern Standard. Mm. Dude, we waited too long last week and it bothered me. <laughs> we really got to <laughs> plug it in quick and plug it in fast. <laughs> we babe. really got on our Dairy Queen kick last week. I showed about God, I showed like Dairy. I showed like 15 people the beginning of the episode last week. <laughs> it was probably one of my favorite openers we've ever done. Dairy Queen is missing out. They're absolutely missing out. But you know what? Screw them. I'm a Freddy's guy now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dude, I love Freddy's Freddy. custard? Mm. Those little, except those tiny-ass shoestring fries. I'm not about it. I don't even know what this yeah, is. This is all new to us. This is Dude. new. Oh, I what? Only knew Freddy's? About Freddy's? Dude, Freddy's it's, it's like a custard. <laughs> it's like a custard <laughs> smash burger kind of thing. Oh, like, it's good. Where? I'm sure there's one in Atlanta, too. No, there has to be. There's. I live in the metro of Atlanta, and there's. They're you here. Do not I'm, live in I, metro. I Atlanta. live in the suburban <laughs> metro of Atlanta. What's your address, CP? <laughs> you want to know my who my birthday and list of fears? So <laughs> <you know. laughs> Listen, yeah, I love dude, you, but you do up. not live in metro Atlanta. <laughs> I, I live. I I live close. There's a road sign that says Atlanta this way. So, hey, that counts. Closer than where we used to be. Think about that. Where we where we started, Griffin. I'm. Well, I, I am where we started. <laughs> I'm back. Where we started. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. All right. So the way we start our podcast off is always what you've been playing, what you've been doing, what you've been playing, what you've been doing. Uh, BJ, I'll let you go first. We will finish with our guests. It finally has came back over a year and a half. We are back on our D and D shit. Let's go. Oh, so excited. Get our boy, Strahd's our boy, fucked. Oh. Strahd's gonna get his ass. <laughs> he ain't ready. Strahd ain't ready for Spear Spearson. Come on with it. Let's go, our boy, our pal of the show, Doctor Ben Daniel. 
Ben is a doctor, right? Like yeah, he's a full. Okay. He, that man Doc, is a, he's a, a full he ass interventional radiology. He's oh. a doctor. He's a Shit, damn whoa. scientist. He's over there rockets and shit. I don't know. <laughs> but Ben's back. That beautiful storytelling. Ah, and Spear survived day one. I thought he was going to kill his ass. So can I, can I get some some details on Spear? Oh my god! Because I do love D and D. So this Dude. is um, just a little uh, preface. Uh, BJ, we finished. So this campaign. We put on indefinite hiatus. Um, ben, our friend who's a doctor, was in his uh, first year residency. It was very difficult. He was DMing for us. Um, so we had to put that on hiatus. The last episode, BJ's character and I got in this huge fight. I almost died. He almost died. I knocked him down with one HP. Knocked out. That was then. We left it like that for like a year and a half. That was oh in my March God. of 2020. That March was in March of 2020. Good guy. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Spear Spearson is a stupid 17 year old kid from Barovia and he's just dicking around and then some things happen and his alignment got changed and his kids <laughs> you know what you know, happened you know, shit happened so but <sighs> literally I literally I'm a teacher and I literally told my kids as I was teaching I was like Mr. Guest about to play some D&D y'all too excited <laughs> <laughs> don't care about play. so i can i can i can really relate to that uh my last job i worked at a high school and i started a DD club with some of the students nice. I DM'd them, and I, it was awesome i loved it i saw some of the so funniest great. um tiktoks like of, of basically that right like it was a teacher he's like has started a DD club and he's like you will not believe the stuff that these kids come up with like one of the th- one of the things that like really was like to me i was like oh my god if i ever you know do dm this is so smart he's like <clears throat> he was talking to one of the kids who was dming his group and they were like fighting a dragon or something and he's like what you know he noticed that when the players were hitting that kid wasn't doing um like math for the for the health for the dragon and some of that mm-hmm. and he's like you know like not in front of the other kids but he's like you know tell me about what you were doing. He's like, why aren't you doing, you know, the damage on the dragon? He's like, yeah, I just think, you know, for storytelling, when it gets to a good story spot for the dragon to die, then he dies. I was like, Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this kid's in like, like a, like a tenth grader, you know, like, yeah, where? that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> I was like to completely, it, it, to completely get away from what the rules say you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and just like be like, yeah, man. Whatever works with the story. Like, if somebody does something yeah. sweet, they kill it. Yep. Yeah. Take That's out the beauty of D and D is that yeah. you can just kind of do whatever you want. Right. And yes. that's so fun. Yes. Oh, we have definitely like you can make it work however you need to. Mm-hmm. Even in these modules yeah. that we do, uh, we have gone off the rails hard. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, we have currently a, playing. Mm-hmm. We have an. I was about to say we have an indefinite Giants Bane campaign that is just never gonna finish yeah it's a uh, storm storm king's thunder and probably about four months in i put the book away i was like we're not <laughs> we're not anywhere near where this is supposed to be we're we're more focusing on this guy's story so we'll put it back if we can get back to it we'll try but nope we're never we're never going to save those giants we're never no. going. Like the, the like reckoning the, is going to be shattered forever. Was it the, the, the giant ordning? Like the ordning? Is, yeah, the like, ordning's yeah, just, in, just in shambles. Yeah, but we're back on our D and D, and I'm too excited. Hell yeah! 
What else you been doing? Hell yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's all of my Google Doc. <laughs> That's all I got going on. Raising children. Miles had a birthday. Turned four. Hell yeah. Happy four birthday. Happy you, birthday, you, Miles. Yeah. So, um, when, had a party. What, what do you get for his birthday? Bunch of shit. Dude, look at... Look at behind me, and you can see behind me on twitch.tv slash the best podcast <laughs> of all of this, like, the crap. And not just crap, but, like, whatever. But he got a big boy bed, and I spent a good Saturday putting that thing together. And uh, it's one of those beds that has, like, drawers in it. Oh, yeah? Like, in little, the bottom. Little trundle that drawers? Is, yeah, that bitch is heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it normal, showed up. A normal bed yeah. heavy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be like a little, you know, crappy wood or whatever. Nah, dog. Like, it was... Megan got the good good for the kid. <laughs> but You're like, babe, why, the, why does our bed, like, have splinters? But like, Yeah, why like, do we just have a box spring and a mattress on the floor, hun? And the kid's over here. He's got, with the bed and the box spring and the mattress, it is taller than him. Like, it's so high. Like, he literally is, like, climbing up into the thing. It's like a drone. Yeah, yeah. He's the king of, of the room. Is is king of the a little castle. silly? King of king the castle. King who do this? Who do that? King of the castle. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much it, man. Just raising these kids, watching scary movies, so I can talk to these guys and uh, weeping, weeping softly because got so freaking scared. <laughs> Damn it, Pablo! <laughs> I shouldn't have gone to attic. Like what the fuck? What the fuck? R.I.P. Pablo, dude. R.I.P. You know what? No, Pablo. Pablo deserved that shit. Pablo, you know, we'll talk about this because I have feelings about Pablo. <laughs> I got feelings about this mama. There's like, she's just got tonsillitis. You ain't no damn doctor. <laughs> liar. But I, liar. Damn white you know. women went total care. And, uh, but we will get there. <laughs> right? We'll get there. We'll get um, there. Who wants to go first? Colby, would you like to go first? Sure. So, so is what 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 we've been playing and what we've so, been doing? Yeah, over the past week, uh, what you've been playing, what you've been doing, what you've been playing, what you've been doing, and we say it like so, that because we do, and there's no other reason. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I can't promise I'll say that without stuttering a bunch. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into it. <laughs> um, me and uh, me and my partner Brittany have been uh, binge watching Squid Game. Nice. Yo, uh, it's That's awesome. Shit. Dude, uh, yeah. I was just convincing Christian earlier today that he needs to watch it as well because we, I, I think we should do an episode on it on the Cellar Dwellers. Um, and then uh, outside of that, I uh, have been doing a lot of writing. I uh, earlier this summer uh, released an ebook, a novella that I wrote over quarantine. Nice. Uh, called uh, Kill Collins. It's about a death metal Phil Collins cover band. Oh my! And <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. The first time I heard so, about this, listening to your show, I was like, oh, Griffin's going to love that shit. <laughs> I hope shit. so. I 100%. hope so. Uh, I released I released the ebook version uh, this summer, uh, and so I'm working on, on volume two right now, uh, and so I'm trying to finish that before uh, before the end of the month. So in currently. this universe, do they uh, still do the soundtrack for Disney's Tarzan? Let's just say it plays a role okay. in the story. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was cleaning the kitchen like, Two weeks ago, and I was I had that shit blasted. I was like, uh, hell yeah. just turned on the Tarzan soundtrack, and Amy's like, "It's what are you doing?" Only bangers, straight on bangers. Soundtrack. I mean, just like it, I don't like no other. Like yeah, Disney has some great songs, right? Like no other like soundtrack as a whole is mm-hmm. bang straight like 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 Phil Collins does. So multiple bangers too, multiple. which is great. Trash in yeah. the camp. Oh, strangers like me. 
That's the one that was always in my two head. Two worlds? Oh, damn. I got chill bumps. Two See, worlds. I was inspired and was like, I have to write a story about this, you know? <laughs> and it was quarantine. I had nothing better to do. So. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Christian? Uh, it's my turn. Um, what have I been playing? I've been replaying uh, Red Dead 2. Oh. Uh, I didn't ever finish it. I got uh, really into doing all the little stuff that I don't need to do, and then my horse died, and then I got really upset because it saved past the point where I could get my horse back. That's oh. upsetting. So I stopped playing for like a year, so I quit. I was really, I really liked my horse, uh, and uh, I just restarted it, and I'm having, I'm having fun with that. Dude, Todd, uh, what do you mean by fun? My guy is a is a ser- I buy him masks and he's a serial killer. <laughs> so you can buy masks from the fences uh-huh. around town, and uh, uh, you can buy like machetes and <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, let's just say it's on brand for the cellar dweller. But, so anytime, anytime he gets asked to help somebody, uh, he does. This the the killing's just to make money. So yeah. I can mm-hmm. obviously sell. It's, it's a job. It's just a job. It's, it's just it's, a job. It's, it's your nine to five. Um, yep. It's, it's. I have. I and I play a lot of poker. I did tell Colby. I I lose if I sit down to play poker in Red Dead. I'll lose about an hour. Oh yeah, uh, that was yeah, a that bunch was of money. Like, that was like I never get up from the. Oh, I've, I've busted a lot, but uh, I I usually <laughs> make a profit. That's yeah. like a, a Gwent in The Witcher 3. Like, I loved playing Gwent. Dude, I put some hours into Gwent. <laughs> I'm with you. And then I, then I like got the mobile app, and I was like, I was like, oh, I can't. I can't do this. I didn't let myself download it. <laughs> it's it's great. Dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Um, yeah, so uh, some spoilers for late game Ghost of Tsushima. If nobody's... Uh, we both beat it. We both okay. beat it recently. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, if hey, skip. 30 seconds if you haven't but uh let's talk about like horse death i like had to put my controller down yeah did not see that coming at all no that was rough dude i was upset also like the horse you get later yeah i was like fuck you you're not my horse (laughs) you're not my horse (laughs) you're not my horse where's my where's my horse (laughs) yeah i felt it pretty deeply uh that's i i'd already had that experience with red dead (laughs) so you didn't just quit this time you just kept playing no because it was it was part of the story the horse dying on my end was i fell off a cliff and i was being negligent (laughs) you had to get the kill i mean yeah (laughs) i was probably running because i got caught killing that is more likely. Yeah. I, I witnessed him play a little bit before we were recording this, and they accidentally shot my gun on a train, and then oh, every cop in town came. It happens. You got converged upon, oh, yeah. and then you just gotta start killing. What are you supposed to do? You're not gonna. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna uh, bend the knee to the law. This is the Absolutely. wild west. They got me with the headshot, and I have a hundred and forty dollar bounty waiting for me. So <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I think one of the best purchases I made. Uh, for Red Dead, um, was buying like the one of the last like players guides that Atlas ever did. I think Atlas was the was oh or was Premier whoever the the company who's like made game guides forever, right? Yeah. Um, they did like a special edition one for Red Dead Two. Um, cool. it's one of the last ones it is. So I got this like big hard copy Red Dead Two thing. So and it really yeah. helps with the missions. Right? That's <laughs> like, cool. Like, yeah, that makes get, sense. Um, so it's, or I'm like, where do I find this like very specific sprawling? Yeah, I'm just like, where is this? Thing? Um, yeah, but man, that's like I want to play it on PC just because I want to see 
what it looks like, right? Because I played yeah. it on PS4. Um, That's what I'm playing it on. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. So, so fun. Enjoying that a lot. And uh, what I've been doing is uh, I, I play music. So I've been working on, I have two bands going right now. So we're recording for both of those. Oh, hell yeah. What kind of music yeah. do you guys play? Uh, my main band is called Hark. And we are like kind of just like indie punk type stuff. And then uh, with a little bit of like folky influence. And then my other one is like a noisy grindcore project. And it's called Clot. Good. I love that name. Good name. Yeah. <laughs> you can find them at uh, at work of hark and then clot dot grind. Mm. <laughs> no dot grind yeah. was the domain I could have. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you'll, it's, you'll figure it out once like the, dot, once the music's out. You'll figure like dot edu. <laughs> yeah, dot grind. There it is. <laughs> Hell yeah! I was gonna say drop the band name. So sweet. Uh, do you have any cell any of the streaming services? Just direct. Hey, uh, Hark. This is your moment. <laughs> like, yeah, Hark is on uh, pretty much any streaming service. I have one album out called From Back Then and Afterward, uh, which I recorded over quarantine and released. Uh, but I'm doing like a proper album now with a full band, uh, and that will be out at some point. Um, Clot is not out yet, uh, but it will be soon enough. Hell so. yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Awesome. Thanks. Um, Anything else? Is that it? That's it for me. Awesome. Um, I have been doing very little besides work <laughs> lately. Uh, I did catch up on some of that My Hero Academia. I think we've got one more episode to come out dubbed mm-hmm. this season. If I think I'm not you're mistaken. right. Um, and What's the latest season of that? Like, what are you on now? Five. Uh, season five of My Hero is it. Season yeah. six has been confirmed. Um, I think I said last week when they, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember, but, um, <clears throat> watch that. Um, I mean, I've been trying to get, <clears throat> find some time to get back into Ted Lasso, watch Star Wars season two. We just been super busy. Um, I went, are to- you guys, I'm so sorry, Griffin. I don't mean to interrupt you like Kanye. Are you guys, <laughs> that's great. Caught but- up, <laughs> but, but, but are you guys caught up on Ted Lasso? I am. I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, I, me and me and uh, Brittany, my my girlfriend, are so into it, like completely, Fuck Nate. And totally. Fuck Nate, <gasps> not yeah. Nate. Yeah. Oh my God, Griffin, I'm so. Do mad. not spoil it. I would be so upset. No spoilers. <laughs> Bitch. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> but yeah, Ted Lasso rules. Yeah, it's yeah. so great. Um, and then I went to the UGA game this weekend uh, as we beat Arkansas at home. And I have to say that's the loudest I've ever heard our stadium. And it was at a noon game, which was awesome. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I, <clears throat> I know I sound like super raspy now. Um, I, I'm not sure if this is carryover or not. I think I have like some kind of cold. Um, I took a co- my first COVID test this morning. It was negative. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> it's like a whole day. I was like, I think I'm going to die. And I would like to go home from work, but we have four people out. So I can't go home. <laughs> yeah. But it's just one of those things where you're like, please don't let anybody look at me and think I'm sick. Cause they're going to be like, you got the COVID. I'm like, no, I promise. <laughs> I, I had a similar thing last week, uh, like a cold that I thought was like, I just assumed was COVID, got a negative test. So it was like, oh, is this just regular sick? Great. Yeah. I was like, yeah. cool. I forgot about regular sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exists. 
<laughs> it's like you Dude. forget about regular sick when the death sick is out there. Right. Like, the it's like, <laughs> like yeah. every time something's wrong, like I twist my knee, I'm like, up oh, COVID. <laughs> it's got me. It's like somebody said something about joint pain. <laughs> somebody said their back hurt when they had COVID. <laughs> it could be anything. anything. Could be anything. So diarrhea. Honestly, I, isn't that the it's part of it? It's part of it. I mean, I know isn't a lot of people who. <clears throat> not, I know people who have said like you know, it, when they were vaccinated and they got COVID, a lot of it was like GI symptoms. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To be like, I have a stomach ache. I'm like, are you vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> Christian has a stomach ache most of the time, though. So yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, you got that mess down there. You got, you got that. You got that IBS. I have not diagnosed, but I'm pretty fucking positive. <laughs> it, are your bowels irritable? Yes. There you go. I think yeah. I got it. I have whatever the opposite of that is. I have titanium. Yeah, he's got stomach. like an iron stomach. Oh, <laughs> I uh, I was I was pretty much in that camp of like I'll eat whatever. Um. Oh, no. Monday night. So no, that was Sunday night. Um, I was cooking dinner, but I was like starving, right? So I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. god, what can I eat? Just like real quick. Like, is it, I have like 30 more minutes till dinner's gonna be ready. Like, blah blah. I had some like almost a week old pizza in the fridge. Hell yeah! And I know where this is going. Nuked it in the microwave. And I was mm. like, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I had like two pieces. <laughs> I was. Fucked up <laughs> the, rest of, <laughs> the rest of the night. I made it like halfway through dinner. I'm like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh no! <You> knew. <laughs> I had the worst. Like I was bloated. I had the worst cramps. I'm just like, oh night. Yeah. Uh, a week is tough. A week is pushing it. Oh yeah. I like- I'm not gonna say I haven't done that myself. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. But it happens. It's like I don't. Where- I, don't I don't have a 20 year old stomach anymore. Yeah, now we're old men. Where did the pizza come from? Is a uh, follow up question. That's the, important. The brewery here in Bainbridge, the uh, wood fire pizza. Okay, okay. I mean, classy so, pizza, high quality pizza, high quality. So uh, high quality uh, diarrhea. Speaking of stuff I've been doing, um, I had to assist my wife in a, in a uh, vet surgery on Sunday night, so we did that until about one fifteen in the morning. Oh my god! So yeah, so we went. I went up there with her after hours to check on this dog and uh, she was like, yeah, we got to do surgery. And I'm like, it's 11 (laughs) o'clock. She's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Basically I was hand me that. (laughs) Like I was like, suture. (laughs) Like, like, she's like scalpel. Here you go. Um, You know, you were her, her sexy little nurse. Exactly. I had, to, I had to put the outfit on. It was like really weird. I don't. It's like, <laughs> it was like it was like a crop top. It, I it's hot. I don't know. I like yeah, that. Hot. yeah, heels. The whole thing. Yeah. I was like, where did you get? Yeah. Do you keep this stuff here? Like it's crazy. Um, <laughs> She's like, like I've makes all the men in the office wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you have a size thirteen heel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was crazy. Um, Successful. Yeah, very successful. Oh, so super successful. Hey, no, because she, um, uh, today was telling me uh, the dog's name is Katana, and it's like a pit bull. She's so cute. Oh, I um, love pit bulls. It's know. awesome. She's such a cute pity. Uh, she is doing great. She was like trying, trying to like run around while she was like taking her for the like you know outside of his bathroom today. So super good. Um, nice. Started as what we thought was going to be a emergency spay. Turns out the the uterus was fine. 
Uh, she had to do some exploratory surgery, found a mass in the uh, intestines, had to remove that. Um, it was a foreign body, like a towel, chunk of towel or something. Oh, shoot. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, wow. And uh, Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. No problem. I sat there and, uh, you know, just scrolled on Twitter while she did all the work. And, uh, and then she's like, I'm at a suture. And then they, that I would step in. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hero. Truly. <laughs> a true hero. Yeah. <laughs> Essential worker. <laughs> it's like the, the picture of the guy from Baskin Robbins is like, why the fuck am I such a worker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's 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 all I've been doing. Uh so that's I haven't been playing very many games hey, I, yeah, that's, that's I had a lot going on. Saving but, lives, man. Yeah. Uh so let's get into some news. Wait, wait, wait. God. Before what we always do when we have guests on the show is we like to ask them what is their favorite movie, favorite oh, TV show, and favorite suck. video game. That's why I put it in the notes. Reading's hard. I understand. Yeah, it's I understand. Been a long day. It's been it's been a while since um, I could hold my head up high. Okay. Yeah, that's all you can. Wow. I'm They're going to get us. Our three followers are going to are going to rat on us. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right. Listen, nine one one. Get started on that on that genre of music because we'll we'll be here all night and we'll get, you, we'll get you all the strikes. My ass is Sustained. Oh my god! Do do the noise. Do the noise. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I like how you like do it, do put it, your it. hand like that to whisper. We can do definitely it. hear you say do the noise, do the noise. Hey, do it. It'll be funny, dude. <laughs> All right. So as a guest, uh as BJ said, um what's your we the big three to us, movie, TV show, uh video game, and if you want to do be a little spicy, uh favorite book as well. Ah. Should we? Should we? Since it's October and we're we're a part of the Halloween, should we? Should we make them all horror themed? No, your it favorite. Would be, if, it would be on, off brand if you didn't. <laughs> but that's very true. <laughs> you're gr- you're both grown ass men. You do whatever the hell you want. I'm not yeah. your daddy. I'm not. I'm not a grown man. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm look a man. The, look at that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at my skin, just the mustache. Don't, don't look don't look at my body that looks like three toddlers in a trench coat. <laughs> look purely at the mustache. Sir, I'd like to ask you about a bank loan. <laughs> I would like one uh, R rated movie ticket, please. So <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a book. Cause I because you said I can be spicy and go for, mm, go with the book. And I do love books. Um my favorite book is uh, Stephen King's It. Okay. Uh, Stephen oh, King's my favorite writer, uh, and It was the first book I read of his, and so it kind of like opened me up to a, a new world of stories. Right. Uh, I, I was raised super Baptist, and so it took me a while to get there. <laughs> uh, and once I did, I was in. And so right. I, I think It, and well, it's not a perfect book right. by any means, but uh, yeah, that's, I'd say that's my favorite. Um, you want to do something next? No, you just list yours off. Right? I gotta think for a second, man. What was it? The favorite video game as well? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, movie, video and game, TV, and TV movie, show, TV and movie. God, uh, video game. Okay, um, so I was a big Game Boy Advance guy. That was probably mm-hmm. a system that I put 
the most hours into of any of anything. Yeah, I could like be in the back seat, just my head craned downward, messing up my neck. That's why I got this hump here. I mean, <laughs> this hump. It's called, that makes sense. It's called the, <laughs> it's called the Nintendo hump. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. In the back seat, as you like, wait for street lights to light up. You know yes. what you're doing, dude. Because yeah. the GBA did not have a backlight. Uh, yeah, it you was had to have the worm light and the the screen magnifier with the lights. God, you in. like a fucking Inspector Gadget over there. You're just, like, <laughs> you're like getting it out. You're like clipping all this <laughs> shit onto it. My mom did not understand, um, <laughs> and so I think uh, the game that I put the most hours into that I, I would go back and play today. I think if I had the chance. Is Final Fantasy Tactics uh, for the Game Boy Advance? Nice. Um, I probably put like two two hundred hours into it uh, yeah. back in the day, and um, it's it's like that that style of game is still a thing, like where it's like isometric yeah. uh, kind of turn based RPGs, and uh, I've I've just enjoy those kind of games. Like Fire Emblem is another good one. Oh, let's go uh, in, in those kind of yeah, like I love those kind of strategy games, and so uh, I'll, I'll go that as my favorite game. Dude, that, and they they have a new Final Fantasy Tactics, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think I think so, or something that's like, like a re-release the exact of same. Tactics. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but it's something similar to that, right? Um, would you say Red Dead is your is your favorite game? No, my favorite game is Shadow of the Colossus. Oh. oh. Yeah, like that's the game. I, I replayed that like a ton growing up, nice. and uh, I still haven't gotten the remaster reissue of it. Say, yeah, because I was, I was I've been planning on it. Remaster. Yeah, I, I really need to just snag it. I just haven't done it yet. But yeah, that's my favorite game. I've always wanted to play it. Oh, it's, it's so because you like it, you like Heartbreak. Is that it? Like you. Like, I, yeah, I like I like open world games, and that is you just riding around on a horse looking for a big mean thing to to sorrowfully kill. And there's not much else to do. Yeah, and there's not much else to do except shoot lizards and birds. It's nice. It's fun. Hell it's re- yeah. I, relaxing. I always really liked that game. Um, I'm gonna say for my favorite movies. Mo- movies is a hard one because I, it's just kind of always fluctuating depending on kind of what mood I'm in. Um, it, but I think the one that I'll say tonight is uh, Snatch. The oh, guy, guy Ritchie nice. movie. It's one that like I don't think necessarily has any flaws aside from, from the, the jokes that haven't aged very well. But like <laughs> I'll rewatch that movie every year, multiple times a year if I need to. Like I love introducing people to it. Brad Pitt is the coolest in it. Mickey O'Neill, the the Irish boxer who you can't understand anything he says. <laughs> um and, and yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with that for tonight. Hell yeah. I think that's a new one. I don't think anybody said snatch yet. Nobody ever does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to we went to we were we met in film school together at Georgia State, and uh, of course, in all those classes, the the teacher does the thing where it's like go around the room and pick your say your favorite movie in front of everybody. And there's always that one like idiot kid that's like, I love uh, Citizen Kane. That's my favorite movie, and everybody like groans like, oh, loudly oh. in class. And uh, I think one time one time I said snatch, and the teacher was like, huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So I'm used to it. It's fine. Hell yeah. <laughs> TV. TV. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I I would have to think a little bit on that. Thank All right, then I'll hop. hop I'll in. hop in. Hop in. I'll, I'll think on TV. Uh, and I'm just. You said I'm a grown ass man, so I can break. I can make my own rules. Do whatever the fuck you want. No. I'm probably gonna give two for every one of these answers. Uh, Shit. Yeah. Uh, so book. Uh, the like attempting normal by Mark Marin, I really really love that book. Um, I, I read a lot of nonfiction mostly, 
so like essays or memoirs and stuff like that uh biographies so that's more of like kind of a memoir and i also really love a book of poetry called actual air by david berman he was the vocalist of the silver jews and uh purple mountains um i already said video game movie is also too uh to go with the horror theme my favorite horror movie of all time is john carpenter's the thing and uh my other favorite movie of all time is the concert documentary stop making sense about talking heads Oh, cool. um yeah fucking love that movie directed by the guy who did silence of the lambs um jonathan Demi? yeah jonathan demi um and then favorite tv tv is such a hard one honestly i'm doing a rewatch of the sopranos right now and i gotta say that's up there but like all time like most influential show on my life that i adore to this day is tim and eric awesome show great job <laughs> yes it's a good choice that is a good choice man i Man, it's been a long time since I've seen an episode of Tim and Eric. Like, I'll pop back in every now and then, and it's it still makes me laugh. <laughs> if I if I had to to give uh to go with the Halloween movie or horror movie theme, I'm uh, my favorite scary movie is Blair Witch Project. Uh, hey, well, I've like, seen that I, one. <laughs> I, I, I saw <laughs> no, it. I, I saw it like in high school, and it kind of like it was uh, kind of like how how uh, it was, where it's just like. It's like, oh, this is a different world. And I, it kind of like got me into horror movies. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'll rewatch it all the time. We were just talking about the the ending of Blair Witch before we were on air. And it's some of the best. And how it's stuff. pretty similar to Wreck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, it's the whole thing is suspense, right? The entirety. Of it's all built. Blair Witch, it's just built up mm-hmm. to literally the last second of the movie. Yeah. Yep. It's Not- all just like you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it, and then it ends, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's so tense. Like that last, those last five minutes are some of the most mm-hmm. intense five minutes of any movie ever. And the buildup is is such so interesting and unique that so many movies then recreated it oh, after yeah, that. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, we're in the found footage movie uh, genre now. Like that is what <laughs> everyone's doing. Yep. And we're suckers for found footage. Yeah. Like. Even if they're bad, we'll most of the time really check them out. <laughs> I've I've grown to really like the subgenre of found footage of like the webcam where it all takes place on like a laptop screen. Oh, what was that? Uh, there was a movie recently where that was like the big hook, right? What was that? Oh, host. Host, yeah. host. Okay. Yeah, and that one was pretty good. But there before that was like two movies called Unfriended, which were that's a mess. The one, but that's really the one fun. I'm thinking of. That's, that, okay. Okay, that's the one I'm actually thinking of when you said the name. I kind of like Unfriended. I liked I liked Unfriended as well. Uh, but these are like just kind of bad movies that right. we are suckers for the style of them. Oh, so. we're talking about bad movies that we're suckers for. We are. Uh, this podcast is a stand <laughs> for uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I have a giant Hobo with a Shotgun poster in my closet. That <laughs> I told I, uh, you these were men of character, Griffin. <laughs> these are men of character. I, I love Hobo with a Shotgun. I remember. So we watched that in like high school. We used to do this high school. Yeah, same. We used to do mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, we had a place called Video Warehouse in our hometown. Mm, um, cool. It was like a worse. So there's like, in terms of like tier, there's like Blockbuster, then Movie Gallery, then Movie Gallery. Yeah, then video yeah. Gallery. yeah, yeah. Remember Movie yeah. Gallery? <laughs> yeah, I remember Movie Gallery. <laughs> we had Hollywood Video as well. Yeah. Um. So we would go. I don't know, once a week. I mean, not it was every- it was like every Friday or every Saturday night. It'll be a rotation of somebody's job 
to pick a shitty, scary movie. Right. Like somebody would have to go like, okay, it's your turn to go to video warehouse and, and pick what we're going to watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think BJ ended up, BJ was always the, the wild card, right? Like he would come back with the craziest movies. Like you um, did, you did Hobo with a shotgun. You did teeth. You did. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Okay. Rubber. 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 You still don't, oh, you rubber. don't forgive rubber. me for that guy's still making movies and they're oh, just as weird. Damn. Yeah. He, oh, he has like he has like seven movies now. No one stopped him after rubbers. Like you just gotta <laughs> no. He has one about a guy who becomes obsessed with a deer skin jacket, so he starts killing people because he doesn't want anyone to touch it. Shit. Who is that? that's in that that's like Val Kilmer or somebody famous. Or it's famous I can't remember who it is. But... Is it yeah. that yeah? Famous. Yeah. Um, you gotta watch that shit. Yeah, he's got a ton of movies. It's really bizarre. He's got one about a giant fly that's coming out called Mandibles. Mandibles. I like yeah. that. Interesting. I followed his career. Rubber really intrigued <laughs> you're, me. You're into it. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I had a good time with Rubber. Let me tell you, I was not into Rubber. Uh, <laughs> Most people were not into Rubber. Griffin was hey. good and pissed after <laughs> Rubber. We watched, that, we watched the whole thing. I was like, fuck, man, that movie is terrible. <laughs> at, at it's, least, it's arguably not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least Hobo with a Shotgun had some like off act, like kind like, of right characters. And the teeth, we got one of the best lines in cinema history, um, where he said, "I haven't jacked off since Easter," and you, no, 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 and, no, no, no. and you don't I know what time been, of year it was. He said, "I haven't been jerked off since Easter." That is different, <laughs> but you that don't know quite... you don't know what time of year it is. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, is it <laughs> like, is it May? Like, what is? It? I was like, yeah, like, how long has this been? I mean, literally, he said it. And I'm like, when is? What's what? Time, what, what month is it? You know? timetable. Yeah, I was like, why? Why am I supposed to know how long that ago that was? If that That's was hilarious. two weeks ago, I mean, shit, man. Don't be so <laughs> upset. Yeah, man, that ain't that long. You're fine. <laughs> Teeth is a bonkers movie. I'm glad you guys watched that. Dude, that's strange. Yes, vagina dentata. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. And it was all the uh, the nuclear waste runoff, right from the uh, the plant. Like, see, I can't I remember. Like that. I don't remember. I only saw it once. I, I think, like, at think. one point, it like it like panned out from their house, and it's just this big nuclear Jesus waste. Like, you're like, I wouldn't that's, be surprised. You're like, you should enough. not be able to live that close to the nuclear plant. <laughs> that added, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> nuclear waste made that happen yeah that's uh i don't remember that being a plot point but i don't i've not seen that maybe that was part of a fever dream i don't know it's i'm gonna say that explaining and that's absolutely a part of the plot yeah we'll buy it that works i always thought it was like an old indian burial no 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 sh- no some what, poltergeist I, what, shit. we watched that movie one time and i don't remember what movie it was i mean like three seconds into the movie like opening shot i'm like indian burial ground everybody's like what i'm like this movie this is about indian burial ground watch and like that's exactly the house was built on it i was like let's go called it let's go (laughs) um did we get everybody's uh everybody's info i I think we got everything sweet um okay so now let's get into some news we're deep in the cellar, and we're dwellers with you. And here is some spooky news. 
That was so beautiful. That, I'm so proud. Yeah. I am. I'm. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I'm successively serenaded. We're honored. <laughs> to let to let you and understand. <laughs> months after we started the podcast, we were talking to people listening. It's like, you know, just look for feedback and pal of the show, Rich Reagan, his wife, Alyssa said, you need some sort of like zinger in between your what you've been playing, what you've been doing to the news. And I was like, fuck it. I'll bring something. I'm the Brit of this podcast anyway. So I got to, I got to, you know, put my load in here. So I sing a song every time or I do a spoken word. Oh, the spoken and word was good. Here's the thing. It's always shit. Like every time. No, no, I disagree. I disagree as well. We disagree guys, with you. Guys, guys. Now, there have been some straight bangers, and I really want to do a uh, compilation of all the news jingles. Oh, I, w- I would love to hear a compilation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. There's a lot of me banging like cups and shit around. Also, one of the funniest things we've done has not been aired. Uh, because So I want you guys to make a, uh, uh, a commercial for your podcast. Send oh, that's right. Because we will send you ours, and I would. Oh, good. <laughs> because it is the funniest thing. We, I, I like cry. Listen to it every time. Hell yeah, for sure. Because yeah, I was, we need to make it anyway. I was we so do. I was so hyped when somebody like in the Discord was like, "Oh, we could do commercials for our shows." I, I, I like two days later, I was because I called BJ. I was like, "Get on Discord right now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got one of those, like, the old, like, like, in the background. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, all right, B, you got some news for us? I got a little bit of news. Uh, the final Smash Brothers character has been released for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Switch. And it's my boy, Sora. Let's go. Sora low last name. And I didn't think it was real when I saw it in in the Instagram so, chat. Yeah, in our Instagram yeah. chat, uh, Corbin was like, "Yeah, it's Sora." And I'm like, "Stop fucking messing with me and BJ because you know that's what we wanted." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I oh I mean, I'd put my hand on a stack of Bibles and tell you I thought it was going to be Waluigi. Yeah, like it makes sense. We never get lucky enough to get Waluigi. See, that's very true. Well, He's in the. He's one of the. He's a main antagonist in the new Mario Golf game. Like, how are you not gonna? I don't know. He's my. We boy. don't deserve Waluigi. We don't. That's what Nintendo's saying. Like you cretins. You don't we discussed recently Waluigi. that if uh, they make a live action movie, uh, Adrian Brody should be Luigi and Vincent Cassell should be Waluigi. <laughs> oh my God. Like an evil because he looks like an evil version of Adrian Brody. Adrian, yeah. Now, now we actually discussed that earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are you guys gonna be Sora mains in Smash now? Oh hell yeah! Oh, I'm definitely gonna have to to train up. And then some, somebody was like, "Oh, it's just like another Fire Emblem skin." I'm like, I hope not. Like, I hope it's like a very gonna be a very different. There's know, no way. Care. It's such a weird game. They gotta throw in some weird stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. one of the things, like one of the stills, <clears throat> like, you know, they have at the beginning of the Kingdom Hearts, they have like the uh, stained glass pictures or whatever. Yeah, and the dreams. Yeah. The dream sequences. And they, um, yeah. In like the game, it was like Sora was on one side and then it was like Riku, Kyrie, Donald, and Goofy. And, and the one for Smash, it was just Sora, Riku, and Kyrie. They like took out Donald and Goofy. They're like, they didn't pay Disney that much money. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's some real money. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting like the the mains. You ain't getting the duck. Um, 
But what Nintendo is getting, some more news, there's going to be 10 Kingdom Heart games that are going to be on the Switch later on. Um, I actually have the article here because I did my research hastily at lunch today. And while it it loads with my slow internet, I just want to thank everyone for being here today. <laughs> and uh, don't care anymore because it's on. So there's going to be... God, I love freaking... Okay, so fun note. I was in a meeting today and on my phone i was looking at this article and the damn simple and clean song started playing super ass loud on my phone and i, and I smack it real hard to turn it off um it's going to be kingdoms 1.5 2.5 remix cloud version i don't know what the, the fuck so the cloud is is so that the, like the cloud gaming on the switch is basically like how the switch gets around playing more demanding titles if that makes sense oh okay so it's cool. still i mean you're still playing it on the switch but it's more like over the internet if that makes sense oh so like if i moved back home i couldn't play this because there was no internet there's no internet back home no well <laughs> <laughs> can't have everything can't, i guess not, that's one more reason not to go home <laughs> well not going back to britson can't i i will die before i go back to Ransom. <laughs> um but you're going to get kingdom hearts final mix rechain of memories three 358 over two eight two days don't uh, don't, add, don't don't take that total um, no we love that game i gotta love that game <laughs> but god the name uh kingdom hearts 2 final mix birth by sleep recoded um dream drop you're gonna basically get them all yeah yeah and the only one I've played is uh, Chain of Memories. Ooh, Chain of Memories is good. Uh, uh, Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. Yep. Yeah. No, I remember playing that. My dad looking at me and said, "Son, why are you, why are you throwing cards at the Squid Woman from Little Mermaid?" <laughs> I said, "Daddy, you don't understand." Do you have <laughs> ten hours for me to explain the lore to you? And that's that but, ten hours for two games. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Lord, and I don't fully understand. I'm just like. I mean, it's it's Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. It's King Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, <laughs> Dad, Kingdom Hearts. Come on, Dad, Kingdom Hearts. Don't you get it? He doesn't. No, but that's all my news. Kingdom played, Hearts. I played all those damn games. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all no right, clue, so, but I'm so pumped about it. Yeah. All right, so I have uh, screenshots of all my news. Sorry, I didn't have time to put them in the Google Doc. Fine, you're um, saving a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Battlefield 2042 won't require PlayStation Plus, but will require Xbox Live Gold, which I think is strange mm. for online play. Um, I'm not sure their reason behind that, but like, here's the thing: like, if you're playing that. online anyway, you've already got it, right? <laughs> like, I don't Fair know. Enough. Yeah. So, I mean, most of the, it's, it, it doesn't really inconvenience you. So, um. So shout out to uh pal of the show, Brittany Spears. Uh her father, Jamie Spears, is immediately <laughs> suspended from her conservatorship. This is news to me, but welcome to the welcome to the show, Brittany. <laughs> she, yeah, she with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 busy this week, obviously, like dealing with the aftermath of the conservatorship. She's usually in the Twitch chat. Um but you know, shout out to her. So happy for her and uh her getting out from under that that conservatorship i really think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get a straight banger britney spears album after this we do oh, yeah. looking forward to it uh the boys spinoff series is a go and it's a full and it's a full 
and it's full of hormonal college-aged superheroes. So a boy spin off with younger heroes. Sounds um, about did right. Did you watch Christian? I, I did. I loved it. Did you, so I watched almost all the first season. I think I almost finished it. I know like super behind, but it happens. Yeah. There's too much content. There is a lot. Yeah. I mean, literally of the things that we want to talk about on this show, the list keeps getting longer. We don't have time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso sat at the top of the list for months. <laughs> I know. Last week we finally did it. <laughs> um, just a statement from Marvel about uh, the upcoming Spider-Man 2 game. Marvel says Insomniac Spider-Man 2 will present fans with a darker follow-up to his previous two installments, uh, comparing the game's tone to the Empire Strikes Back of Star Wars fame. Um, so someone's losing a hand. Right. I mean, obviously, if you're going to compare it to Star Wars, it's be that's, I mean, that's all I get out of the Star Wars franchise is that people lose hands. hands like, but, but you get a cool robot hand. Griffin and and Colby and Christian, would you would you chop off your non dominant hand for a robotic hand? But it's it's kind of obvious as robotic. Can it be like Johnny Silverhand from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, where he just makes him awesome at guitar? Because I'm so down. Yeah, what are the benefits? Yeah, does it does it work like a normal hand? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it works like a normal hand, hand. But you could like punch harder, or you can do like. Whatever you would do with your non-dominant hand, a little bit more. You always need to punch harder. That's true in life. I said it the other day. If I could just punch like three percent harder, babe, I'll be made in the shade. Now, now to go down a rabbit hole because we would in the podcast. Like, how is this hand being removed? Is this like a cleaver? Is this medically? Are we being? Are we being hiding? Yeah. Is this like a saw scenario? I, I my heart wants to say 127 hours. But, oh, okay, so don't. I don't, think, I, don't I don't think anybody's like, yeah, no, I'll have hallucinations about Scooby Doo as I gnaw through my own arm. It's for this yeah. robot arm. That's fine. I don't think anyone's going to buy that. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, I'm not interested in the robot. <laughs> I want to say a, a strange father chops it off with um, a welder. Because this is close to Star Wars that we're going to get right now. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Somebody's Until, got a, yeah. a acetylene torch. So it cauterizes it, or it, yeah, it cauterizes yeah, no, it immediately. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I do it for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah I do it. If it's like a because every time it's in Star Wars, it's such a clean cut, right? It's just, just like gone. Yeah. So and my left hand is pretty weak. Like, what am I going to do with it anyway? I would love to be better at guitar. Yeah. There you go. Or, um, like, like, or it could be like, or I would, heck, I would take like elbow down so I could, ju- oh. I could be like, uh, the cyborg from treasure planet where like all, he's got all this stuff built into his arm, like a gun, like a, like a, a, a laser gun and a sword and hand like with like stuff you could Little, do. The corkscrew at yeah. the, the pocket. Yeah. Just, Just in case you have wine you need to open. There's always wine to be opened. No, always <laughs> wine. This is true. <laughs> Um. Oh, I was like, what? What was I doing here? I was doing the news. Um, <laughs> Netflix acquires its first game studio, Night School Studio. Um, this the creators of Oxenfree and After Party. Excited to see what they what they do with that. Um, hopefully it's not going to be a EA situation where they acquire all these studios and they just shut them down. 
because after part um, night school studios made some really good games. Oxen free is fantastic. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but the, uh, God of war sequel, God of war Ragnarok had gotten, uh, pushed back, um, a few months and Christopher judge, who's the voice of Kratos came out on social media <clears throat> last week and said, uh, uh, this quote says, Christopher Judge, the voice behind Kratos' 2018 God of War and the upcoming sequel, has said that his surgery was the reason that God of War Ragnarok was delayed from its original 2021 release window. Um, I read Christopher Judge's like Twitter feed or Twitter thread about that. Um, mm-hmm. He was just going out and saying how amazing the studio was and how amazing everybody was and, and being so accommodating towards him. And all the time, like, like BJ and I will be like, Oh, this game got delayed. And we say, you know, whatever it takes to make that game better. Um, in this case, I'm definitely saying whatever it takes to make your employees and actors and voice, all these people's lives better. I don't care. Make a great game, but make sure everybody is having a great time along the way. So that's really cool. I think it was like major hip surgery, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like I saw that article too. Like it was pretty major surgery. And uh, as somebody who has the only God of War pl- game I played was the last God of War. It's an incredible game. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't wait for Ragnarok. It's going to be nuts. I'm so excited. Uh, I I agree. I had um, seen a lot of the previous God of War games. I was just never a, a PlayStation person. Like I I had you know I had a GameCube and then I had a 360 and and all this stuff. I um, had never played them. And so this newest God of War was my first journey into that um and i actually got the platinum trophy on that game i was like i'm doing everything this game has offer and i've said it on here before had to drop the difficulty down for the valkyrie queen but that's okay <laughs> the valkyries kicked my ass so many times i played I every like, valkyrie. I stopped going for them i played every valkyrie on like the medium level and let me the valkyrie queen fight is one of the hardest things i've ever done in video games like i'm not a hard like like dark souls and bloodborne all so that's not me i'm like this is hard i don't want to do that right. <laughs> um i'm like i love a good story game but like i got to the point and i was like this is the last thing i have to do right <laughs> it was like the valkyrie queen and i had to throw my accent in one more crow and that was it <laughs> i was like i'm going to do this and so i just i dropped the difficulty level now to easy and it was still fucking hard <laughs> so i'm super excited for what um they do mo- with with ragnarok i'm super excited to see that um the real the, uh, awesome yeah for it yeah i have the article here griffin uh it wasn't hip surgery he actually took the whole take my arm off for robotic arm surgery oh perfect so, i know yeah. that um have you he ever said seen, yeah i'll do it have you ever seen well, it off, Dude, Christopher Judge, if he has like, if he becomes like a binding man, he's gonna be a superhero or supervillain. He is like a, a a imposing man. Yes, and now he's three percent stronger. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. We're we're all doomed. We're saved. Yeah. <laughs> we're saved. <laughs> um, more PlayStation news. Uh, PlayStation uh, acquired Blue Point Studios. Uh, the people who did. Uh, speaking of. Um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, they did the remake of that. Um, they also did the remake of... Oh, off the top of my head, I lost it. Anyway, they're known for making uh, remaking games, and uh, they do a great job at it. So I'm really looking forward to what Sony can do with that as an in-house studio. 
Um, oh, I think they did uh, Demon Souls, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, for the PS5, mm-hmm, the, the remake. Um, oh, had some stuff about Squid Game getting a nine. Uh, we talked about that. I have not gotten a chance to watch this. I'm very interested because uh, people yeah. are raving about that. Their Squid Game. It's blown up this week. Did you see the? Uh, I think the Korean government was like trying to sue Netflix because the. Um, traffic out of Korea was like the highest it's ever been like the, the internet traffic. Uh-huh. They're like, we wow. don't have the infrastructure for this. You've got to chill out. Like <laughs> it was crazy. that's awesome. So how do you sue Netflix for having a good show on <laughs> like, like around your culture? Like it's, I'm watching it, you know, I'm going to watch it uh, subbed. So, cause I, yeah, I, I, I've, dude, the, I've seen some clips of the dubs and it mm-hmm. is Poor shit. <laughs> like, and, and we've watched a lot of bad dubs for the podcast, yeah. but this is like a modern show on Netflix and the English dubs. Not that anybody should necessarily do English dubs unless they absolutely need to. It's so, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty rough. Like, I'm watching yeah. the dub. I'm like, that's that's fine. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read the subtitles at the bottom. Also, if you, I, I read a thing, I might have it on here. I just haven't got there yet, but, um, pick your subtitles um, carefully because if, I think you want to make sure you pick under subtitles English, like just where it says English and not English CC because English CC is the subbed of the dubbed. Uh, oh. So when you're picking, pick English under subtitles just where it says English. I was doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but to be clear, though, I did know that the translation was bad because I just... We're just used to bad translations right. of movies, so I didn't question. Right. Uh, and I, I know people who are like, oh, if y'all, you know, in a group message or something, if you watch Squid Game, I was like, oh, no, they're like, do not watch the dub. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that was like the one thing, right? Um, The lineup for the Super Bowl 2022 halftime show came out. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. Wow. All right. I was like, good Lord. Well, yeah. that's it. Each That's one of those people could have done that. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Yeah. Dude. I, I, how, dude. And it's in, uh, oh, it's in Los Angeles. Snoop Dogg is definitely going to be smoking a blunt on stage. Oh, on stage. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. He Not better be. Him. And uh, <clears throat> we have spoke. Uh, it's so cool that we'll be watching the Falcons play in the Super Bowl this year, too. It is. Oh, cool. my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to the Atlanta Braves. We clinched. Close, hey. close to NL East. That was awesome. One team. On a sweep. We swept the Phillies, including on the sweep. And I heard you say, what team? And uh, I was in a bar on Saturday night, and Kentucky beat Florida, which was awesome. And uh, yeah. so Kentucky's the Wildcats. And uh, somebody goes, oh, like in uh, – <laughs> um, High School Musical. And I just go, what team? And like 50 people go, <laughs> Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's like, get your head in the game. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so a lot the lawsuit between Scarlett Johansson and Disney has been settled. Um all that I know is she was suing them because of the whole moving to streaming and her income was based yeah. on ticket sales and this and the other. Um so the the story I have here, Disney and Scarlett Johansson have settled their lawsuit over the release of Black Widow. 
both quote look forward to working together again with Scarlett Johansson set to produce and star in Disney's Tower of Terror movie. So, oh yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is a cho- uh, choice? So mm-hmm. a, there is a twisted metal revival reportedly in development by Destruction All Star Studio. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> so and uh, I think this is going directly along with what we talked about uh, last week or two weeks ago that Anthony Mackie is playing um, John Doe in a yes. um, twisted metal show. Oh show. god! Sure. I thought you were about to say Anthony Mackie's going to be playing Sweet Tooth or something. No, which is funny that this is all coming full circle because the Netflix was a Netflix show Sweet Tooth that came out, and I thought it was yes, about I thought it was about Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they be just like strangely, they're very similar. A lot of crossover. A, a clown with fiery hair, both both very similar. Um, um almost. Almost here. Oh, speaking of you guys, I think I have the best location for your new podcast studio. Um, the house from The Conjuring is selling for $1.2 million. That's it? Just 1.2 mil? Just Dude. 1.2 mil. Nothing. Uh, Let's do it. It looks like no renovations have been done, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's We've got connections. Burville, Rhode Island. The creepy farmhouse ah. sits on 8.5 acres of land with three bedrooms and one and a half bathrooms. 1.2 million. <laughs> half bathrooms. Pocket, yeah. pocket change. Pocket change. Nah. Especially on what we are on this podcast. Shout out to uh, Dairy Queen. Come on. <laughs> Get also, your blizzard today. Also, over the past week, we lived through the great Facebook crisis of 2021. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp all went offline simultaneously. Um and it lasted for about 24 hours. It was a long time. It was a minute. I had no clue what was going on in the world. Shout out to all of my other uh, Twitter brethren, uh, which was, it was a great place to be during the great Facebook outage. <laughs> and a um, we have a huge week coming up. If you're a uh, uh, Nintendo fan, we have the... Uh, final character from Smash coming out, Sora. We have Sylveon mm-hmm. and Pokemon Unite. It's a rude movie on Netflix. Nickelodeon's Arstall Brawl releases and Metroid Dread releases. The Switch OLED launch and uh, Pokemon celebrates the uh, TCG launch sleep. Oh, sorry. I was going into another thing. But yeah, Pokemon celebrates TCG launch. And this is a great time to be a Nintendo and Pokemon fan. I can't wait for Metroid Dread. I'm so pumped for that. Oh yeah, it looks great. I, I'm I'm really <laughs> I really think they're like, are right, we gotta release something because Metroid Prime Four is not ready. <laughs> no, they got they just had to get something out there. They keep asking us, and we keep having no answers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they're like, when is it gonna be done? Like, how's it? They're like, oh, it's not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll shout out my favorite, uh, my, my favorite Metroid game, Metroid Fusion, on the GBA. Ooh, Metroid Fusion's good. It's a, a very well received one. Um, yeah. James Gunn got out there and said in Guardi- in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, it will introduce quote one of the greatest MCU characters of all time. It's Santa. Santa is an O level meg O level Omega level. Omega. Thank you, Omega-level mutant. It is canon in the Marvel comics. 
Bitches, this is going to be Santa. It's going to be... Here's the fun thing. It's going to be Kurt Russell from Christmas Chronicles Santa. Oh. Hell yeah. Cool Santa. No, no, no. Yeah. Tim Allen. Not Tim Allen? I was going to say Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) I say that all the time. (laughs) 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 Papa (laughs) Jijou. I've heard that in so long. He said Tim Allen. It it, it just came out of... (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's either Popo Shisho or uh, <laughs> Um and I think that is all I've got. Um actually one final thing. Uh MCU's Blade release date may have accidentally been released um in a now deleted tweet. Marvel Studios official India Twitter account posted a slate of upcoming MCU release dates in India. One date was October seventh, twenty twenty two for Blade. So maybe a year from now we'll be watching Blade. Perfect month for yeah. it, right? Like next October. Sp- that works. Spooky times. All right. <clears throat> that is all my news. I have talked enough. Uh, we are going to get into the part of the show where I'm not going to do a lot of talking. I have I have uh, some unfortunate things to say about our topic this week. Um, I suck and ran out of time. I was only able to watch a scariest moments of wreck video and a uh how to how to escape wreck video where it broke down the entire movie and every single thing in it so i pseudo watched this movie i was like how do i watch this movie in like the shortest amount of time possible fair enough that's why you were five minutes late to to discuss no 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 (laughs) yesterday on my lunch break in my truck i was like watching a video and i got jump scared from a video of the movie So, um, one of the main reasons we want to have you guys on, obviously we have said we are in October. It is Halloween. You guys are in our podcast network as the go-to horror movie podcast. Um, BJ reached out to you guys and, and you graciously said you would come on and we asked what movie should we watch? And, uh, you gave us a great suggestion. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> um, give us your cellar dwellers, rundown of wreck tell us do do it in the in, and uh do it in the in the way that you would do it on on your show so everybody can get a little bit of a taste also, yeah tell us about your show a little bit too like, yeah who are yeah, you guys? start out start out with yeah. that and then we can get into the movie for sure 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 so so of course we are the cellar dwellers that's the name of our podcast and we went to school together bonded over uh went to college together and we bonded over our love of horror movies and had kind of years just grown and learned more about each other and learned that we not only liked horror movies, but were interested and kind of fascinated by the movies that are a little bit harder to watch. Maybe if they're horror movies, maybe if they're like hard dramas and stuff like that. And so controversial, uh, uh, not necessarily like just exploitation movies, but just stuff that kind of like pushes boundaries. We were both, uh, kind of the crux of the podcast is that we were both raised in pretty conservative Christian homes growing up. So once we went to college, we were like, we're going to watch whatever we want. We're going to be mom's not here. All the Harry Potters. <laughs> exactly. Another, another, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I genuinely did not watch all the Harry Potter movies until I was in college. Not because yeah. I wasn't allowed just because when I was younger, it, there was a stigma around the books. So I just didn't grow up like caring. Right. Um, and then when I got older, I was like, this shit's awesome. Uh, I straight up wasn't allowed. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. My yeah. dad was a Baptist preacher for a long time, so oh. uh, so I yeah. Basically, what what kind of got us interested in the idea of, of a podcast was watching movies that would like piss our parents off. 
and get and but also trying to like discuss them and figure out like is there anything of value in a movie like this mm-hmm. and and try to come at it from a uh not only like a comedic level because we kind of have to joke about the yeah. uncomfortable things that we're seeing right uh to get through it <laughs> but then also oh. try to like analyze it from a from a film standpoint and see if there's anything of value there sometimes yeah. there's a lot of value sometimes there's very little of value we we've run the gamut we uh, haven't come across too too much of like the more extreme stuff that doesn't have at least a little something to say um sometimes we may not agree with what it's saying but we can usually get to the root of it we very rarely agree with what they're yeah, saying yeah, yeah. especially the more extreme stuff it's like you don't need to go about it this way but we're still interested in watching it. But then there's stuff like Wreck, where uh, we just we picked that because it was like just straight scary movie. Like yeah. there's nothing else really to it. It's just a an hour and eighteen minutes of a of a haunted house, spook house type of feeling. Um, and I remember really loving it in high school. I hadn't seen it since college. Um, Same. I I had seen it probably in college. I actually take it back. I saw the American remake, Quarantine, mm -hmm. first uh, on kind of a date in high school. Turns out it wasn't a date. Didn't know that when it happened. Uh, (laughs) So saw that. Loved the movie. It was great. And then in college, when I was starting to get into more of, of the horror genre, realized that Quarantine was actually a remake of the uh, Spanish film Wreck. And of course, went back and watched it. And it was uh, better than Quarantine, for sure. And so on the rewatch, uh, really a fun experience. And, and so nice that it's lean and short. And that's yeah. kind of the benefit of a lot of found footage movies. Yeah. Is they tend to be pretty short and get right to the... I, the action, which this right. movie definitely is. Mm-hmm. I very yep. much want something to get, you know, don't draw it out of it. It doesn't have to be drawn out, right? Like, yeah. exposition's great, you know, and, and, and world building and stuff like that, but you can do that without making a movie two and a half hours or whatever. Exactly. We're yeah. busy is what Griffin's getting at. and We all are. <laughs> Christian does love some good long-ass movies. I really love, I like genuinely, like one, I love the movie The Tree of Life which is like just three hours of philosophical meandering. Like, it's just nonsense. But I love, like, stuff like that. But there's movies for the podcast that I've wanted to rewatch or cover again. Well, they're like three hours long, and just nobody has time for that. Yeah. Right. Not in today's world. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You could have made uh, Avengers Endgame five hours long, and I would have been hyped. <laughs> I, I'm enough. in full agreement with you. Christian is not. What? <laughs> I agree. But what, what I also, the, the greatest thing about Wreck is that the premise, the beginning setup is so smart. It's just a reporter, her cameraman, mm-hmm. following around a group of firemen. Yeah. Like, that setup is so great. And then what I'd kind of forgotten going into the second rewatch was uh, how we get a little bit at the beginning of them in a fire station, and then it immediately goes to the call that kind of sets off everything to an apartment building, and it does not leave the apartment building the rest of the movie. Right, and right. it really does create like a cool claustrophobic, like you cannot escape. Yeah, sense of feel. A really good atmosphere in it, uh, and it pretty much once they're in the apartment, like it, it just goes, and it doesn't, it doesn't really let up from there. Uh, there's like a first scene. Of violence where uh, a, a guy gets bit. Would we call this the turning point? Uh, for me, no. 
I would not call because that's still set up. It's still normal, like zombie movie kind yeah. of setup. Like you vaguely know if you know anything about this that it's kind of zombie-ish type right. movie. Um, but I mean, I, obviously, as it goes on, there's weird like religious and medical implications going on toward the end of it. Uh, the sequel, Wreck Two. There are three sequels. I didn't know about any of them <laughs> before. Oh so. Uh, the wreck is directed by uh, two people, and those two people wrote and directed it together, and then they wrote and directed the second one, which is a direct continuation of the first, and it's awesome. It's like the first movie with a bigger budget, way more kills, way more inventive stuff. It's awesome. Then the third one is directed by just one of them, and it goes for this weird like horror comedy thing that takes place at a wedding. And the only thing I really remember about it is that they hired like a knockoff SpongeBob named Sponge John, and that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> but it's not a wreck movie. It's really stupid. The movie's terrible. And then the fourth one, they try to like tie it back into the first two, but it takes place on like a, a cruise ship, and it's really stupid, and neither of them are found footage. They're trash. The second one is awesome, though. I plan on borrowing the second one from Christian yeah. after this. And it goes way more into, like, the medical religious aspect of yeah. what the first one sets up. Right. Yeah, because really we get, by like... the end, I mean, you, you realize, like, oh, this isn't, like, you know, a, 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 a virus outbreak, right? Like, this is the devil. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They've harnessed the devil. Yeah, right. it definitely takes a turn that, like... Most movies of that kind, whether found footage or just kind of zombie-adjacent movie, religious aspect, which I think Christian mentioned while we were watching, was taken out of the, the American remake. Yeah, Quarantine, I don't uh, believe, had that religious uh, bent to it. Which is an interesting thing to take out. Yeah. yeah. We were Americans, those were stupid. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see them doing that for... America, though. American audience, don't 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 talk bad about Jesus. Don't mess with the devil. Don't Jesus. What I mean, we gonna get messed up. Talk shit again. Yeah, you're gonna get messed up. What's wrong with don't, you, man? Do you want one, the devil to be in your attic? Don't start none. Won't be none. So my. We're talking about shit. There'll be no shit. <laughs> That's hey. eleven commandment right there, man. I put them up. <laughs> <laughs> don't start none. Won't be none. Hyphen. Let me Moses. Moses, <laughs> let me ask you guys your 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 term the the turning point. Is this where, like, as an audience, okay, we kind of understand what's going on? Is that your turning point, or is it where like it's the it's pace kind of where, picks up, where where things start to go like, oh, we don't know, like it, it gets a little unhinged. Things start to go a little off the rails. You're like, okay, okay. the world that we're now existing in is uh, more intense than anticipated. So for me and Rick. Uh, I recall the first time seeing it, that moment being when the officer falls from the balcony out of nowhere and just, like, hits the ground. Dude, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when that happened, I was like, oh, like, kind of anything's going to happen at this point. People are falling from the sky. Yeah, a turning point, a good turning point is generally when a movie takes, like, a hard left turn. Yep. And then, then you don't know what's going to happen next. Because the turning point was so surprising or so, so something that you just didn't see coming. Yeah. And then it kind of sets you up for generally, hopefully a good experience of surprises and not things that you're going to kind of see coming. Tur uh, turning points are also usually a spoiler. True. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That makes total sense. I, <clears throat> I think one of, and, and kind of going back to, you know, what you guys are saying, the way this movie 
is a little bit different uh, from some of the other like uh, zombie adjacent movies is that or, or, or the horror movies where you're trapped, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Is it's like the police and the CDC. Yep. They're like, you can't leave. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like oh, oh. it's not the bad guy going, Oh, I'm gonna get you if you yeah. try to escape. It's like, no, the cops are like, don't leave this building. <laughs> yep. It's the government telling them they're not allowed to. It uh the parallels of this movie to the quarantine and pandemic <laughs> that we just yeah. 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 right now. <laughs> was crazy and i did not remember a lot of that really and i'm like oh this is this is a lot yeah there's like a shot of the cdc truck outside and like all this stuff and i'm like hey look yeah <laughs> i mean it's and like- even on like the on the less kind of funny side even like the anti-asian hate that is in this oh, movie. Yeah, yeah they, they were trying out of nowhere. Yeah, they were trying to blame this thing on on uh, the Chinese characters, the Asian family that's in. It was yeah. ridiculous, and it was like that's happening today. Literally, it's happening yeah. right now. What is going on? And this movie came out in two thousand seven, and it's a Spanish film. <laughs> yeah, right. seriously. Yeah. God, craziness. Well, it's mm. not just idiot Americans. So yeah, that's fair. Everybody's idiots all over yeah, the world. We're all racists. Um, man, I was trying to think, I was like some of the things, cause I did watch the like scariest, bit. like I watched the breakdown and I was like, all right, I'm going to go through all the scariest moments. Um, yeah. There's a lot. Th- yeah. <laughs> um, I think one of the craziest things to me was, uh, when it switches to, okay, the lights are off now. Yeah. Then you're like, Oh, I'm done. Like, <laughs> that's like when me watching the movie, like would be like, okay, now this is totally, this is new. Like, that's like. That's like the last 15 minutes of the movie, and it's just the entirety of the last 15 minutes of the movie are no lights on, just night vision. Uh, There's something in the background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love any any type of horror movie that somehow gets tied to, like, religion, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I really want to watch the Netflix show that we talked about. What was the midnight mass? Midnight oh, mass. I still haven't checked it out yet. I like Mike yeah. Flanagan quite a bit. Though. Yeah. I'm good. curious too. Um, That's I, good. I That's good. And you guys have said you're raised in the Baptist church. I grew up in the Methodist church. So anything that like that has a good fun play on religion, um, anything like the, it's funny enough. We, we'd had this conversation with, um, uh, Sean from, the Radish podcast because I was like, oh, I don't like horror movies. Then we started talking, and he's like, you've seen all the best horror movies. Like, what's wrong? Because <laughs> I was like, you know, one of my favorite horror movies is The Conjuring. Like, I love that. Um, yeah, you know, because it was like I watched it in theaters like four times just because we kept like yeah. getting people to go with us. You know, to go, right. like, oh, we saw it. You guys gotta come. You know, just different yeah. people. Um, anytime they can draw it back and like base it in some weird cult like religious cult or like or yep. something like that i'm all about it so having this movie like end up the way it does we're like oh it's like we use science to harness the power of the devil and you know they were looking for this little girl oh that's her like the creepy yep. girl walking around in there mm-hmm. so we we are always drawn to kind of the the horror movies that do have a more religious bent they're not always good no. uh most of the time they're not but yeah. uh, you do get the occasional Philosopher, <laughs> pastor, yeah, I'm familiar with philosophy. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, we the the gems that do kind of harness that that tone really well are like so memorable. 
uh, and, and are really good experiences. But even the the religious movies that aren't horror movies, uh, our Christmas episode was Passion of the Christ last <laughs> year. And so, but that movie that's a horror movie. That man, movie yeah. is a horror movie, and all of our parents saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. like that blows yeah. our minds. Like no, like so I've actually never seen Passion of the Christ, but like seeing stills and clips from that it's movie, violent as hell. Yeah, yeah. it's and more like, violent than a lot of the movies that we've watched. It's got a little demon. It's got a little demon devil baby thing popping up all throughout the movie. Like it's like this is a fucking yep. movie. What is this? And it was just knowing that like churches were taking their church bus to the movie theater. We watched it in our church. Like we put a projector on the wall, on the wood paneled wall, and watched that thing. How did Mel Gibson get everybody to do this? I don't know. I don't he duped us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Actually, it, honestly, it was a pretty good movie. We enjoyed yeah. it. Because we somehow we hadn't seen it when it came yeah. out. And so last year we were like, what are we going to do for our Christmas episode? <laughs> Made sense. And, and it was just the perfect, like... Uh, it had seen a lot of, of the crucifixion scene right. in a pho restaurant in San Francisco. <laughs> That's where I wish I saw the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I had seen a good chunk of it because for some reason this far was playing an uncut, like not TV edited version of Passion of the Christ while I was in there eating. That's right. the people it was, it was yeah. their personal DVD. It was their I, ministry. I'm convinced it was. I convinced if I had been there long enough, I would have seen it go to a menu screen. <laughs> A DVD menu screen is something I have not seen in a hot minute. We just saw it twice because we uh, I own DVD copies of two of Wreck and uh, another movie we just watched for our pod, um, and I put them in. And I was like, "Oh, these menu screens are terrible." We really mentioned <laughs> we had forgotten what DVD menu screens kind of look. They're like. so annoying. They suck. Yeah, Can we talk about like the They're best bad. They just... of all time. I think Shrek has the best. Uh, menu screen of all time. I think it's like the the three little pigs and the blind mice are like the, oh, the, the right. Uh, it's like yeah, I'll play the movie and like they're yeah, like, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a good shit. <laughs> Streaming really took away the uh, the menu, the 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 draw of the DVD menu. Uh, screen the art yeah. form of the DVD menu. and like knowing like knowing the menu music so well because you fell asleep to the DVD so many times and it then like that music is just ingrained in your yeah, psyche it's, now it just played while you were asleep for hours yep. these days we'll never know no they really won't no that's something that no one will ever I mean unless like unless they get Once really in, someone gets really into blu-rays or something I mean that's the only thing I could think of yeah but even I, I, I like I like, no I like collecting like steelbook copies of me, of movies that I like, but yeah. not that I ever break them out. I just if it's a Marvel movie that I have a steelbook for, guess what? It's on Disney Plus. I don't even have to move. Mm-hmm. Yep. It might not be the four. Yeah, I buy like I buy like boutique stuff like Criterion, Arrow Video, like because uh, especially with horror stuff, a lot of it's not streaming. Right. If I want like the crazier stuff, I've got to buy some weird foreign copy of it or some weird art house copy of it. Uh, so I still buy like Blu-rays and DVD. Like some stuff you can't even get on Blu-ray, so I have to buy a DVD for like overpriced. <laughs> yeah, like I've bought a couple like thirty-dollar DVDs uh, from a foreign country right. just to be able to watch this movie that I can't find. Have you guys uh, uh, checked out Bola Syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all checked out Shutter in that the horror streaming yeah. platform? They have. A- I love Shutter. I when I within the first year of that website or streaming service being launched, I subscribed. Nice. I I, 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 heard, 
I've, I'd heard uh, mostly from uh, Alex from the Giant Beast cast and uh, mm. now of Next Lander. I was like trying to think. I was like their new podcast. Um, he was he's like the big horror guy in that podcast mm-hmm. I listened to. So he had mostly brought up Shutter. So Shutter's not, awesome. Not that I subscribe because that's not my genre, but like I know <laughs> of that. <laughs> Shutter's got some good stuff. Uh, also, if you're ever just wanting like free horror that has ads, Tubi has a ton of crazy horror movies on there. Which I didn't know what Tubi was before we started doing a podcast together. And turns out Tubi has lots of fucked up movies that we have watched for the podcast. I would say probably at least 15 of our 50 episodes are from Tubi. And I gotta say sometimes commercial breaks are pretty helpful. Yeah, they sometimes come at really opportune times, like something horrible will happen and then it will cut to an ad for like dog food and you're like oh thank god like i need fresh air thanks i'm dude that's like we watched we mentioned for our our watch along um the first one we did with hereditary i watched it in the middle of the day like (laughs) sitting at my computer next to the just a big window i'm just like looking at the blue sky because if something happened i was like oh my god i just like look outside (laughs) Like someone's head, yep. head getting knocked off by a light pole or something, you know, just dude, that, that shit's insane. That that that's the turning point of that movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. that's like the definition of turning yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no Truly. Um, getting, getting trying to shoehorn it back into wreck a little bit. Um, or- so what? What do you think, your guys? You know, f- favorite thing about this movie is, and, and I'll take a least favorite as well. Ooh, uh, favorite is the ending. Yeah, that's. I think we both we agreed on that as we were watching it again uh, before recording. And yeah. the last like fifteen minutes, pretty much like you said, when it goes to night vision, is so scary and so mm-hmm. intense. And I, I I had mostly forgotten about it because I'd it'd been a while since I'd seen it. And the creature, the monster thing, yeah. is horrifying. Oh, and yeah. the fact that you want it, that you not only like have that tension there but you also see the creature no movie pulls yeah. that off like no. how do they pull off an effectively creepy looking thing like you're supposed to always hide it but they've made it look gnarly like they do yeah. what blair Witch did by building up the tension the entire movie mm-hmm. so well but, but in blair they, Witch, they didn't show the witch of course they didn't need to but then here we get all the tension from beforehand and then we get the reveal of the of the monster and it's so gross yeah. and scary and intense yeah. when she's like walking towards the she's a hammer that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally one of my notes. Like, why does this bitch got a hammer? She's <laughs> fuck around with this thing, just swinging it. It's wild. Um, also, uh, you you were kind enough to send your notes <laughs> to us to. to I review wanted it. you to understand how much of a wuss I am, and and my levels of anxiety as, <laughs> as the it. film goes. It was immensely enjoyable, especially because. Your notes are very similar to how my notes normally look. Yeah, we <laughs> watch it very, movies, yeah. Where it's just like, what the fuck? In like all caps in certain moments. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, let the words do the talking sometimes. Mm. That dude fell from the top floor. Like, all caps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's think about least favorite. This is this is tough. Uh, of course, uh, I think they could have done better. Not like a least. Uh, not, not least the expository dialogue tying in the religious stuff because it's pretty much they get into that apartment and then there's just newspaper clippings all over the wall and they're like, oh, this and this and this and this and this happened. And you're like, ah, now are you getting that? It's like, like it's so like quickly. A, it's like a five minute lull in the movie that doesn't really have any lulls. Yeah. And, and obviously I get it. You have to have some exposition in there, but there's probably a better way to do that. I'd okay. say that's really it. Uh, I, uh, 
the little April, girl was kind of funny. Well, scary. yeah, I mean, there's certain bits that just don't necessarily work. Like, her running up and just being like... And then, like, running upstairs, that made me laugh. The, yeah. the girl's screaming was pretty uh, devastating yeah. and gross. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. My, my notes about that, all caps, Jennifer Little Girl Zombie. Because that's what she's, the mom's holding her. She's like, she just got tonsillitis. And then she bites her mom's face. And no, so I'm out. <laughs> yeah, her, and then I said, her screams are the scariest part of this movie to me. And then I write, am I scared of my own children? <laughs> I was literally my mind. Tell, well, so after watching this film, I was brushing my teeth and my wife came up behind me and I said, you ain't a zombie. Like, right. She was like, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, I, she like kissed me on my shoulder. I said, uh, uh-uh, <laughs> it, translates through, it transmits through saliva. Yeah. Yeah. I, that CDC guy told me everything. But yeah. Like I, <laughs> that part freaked me out. I was like, if one of my kids wakes me up in the middle of the night, I'm going to punch him. I just straight. <laughs> just, just I do have a question because obviously me and Christian don't have kids. Right. And we watch Obviously. A lot of, we watch a lot of, well, we talk a lot about the podcast on how I don't want to have kids. <laughs> it becomes a talking point sometimes, but we watch a lot of movies that involve either things happening to kids or scary kids or stuff like that. And so scary. I'm always curious from a, the perspectives of somebody who has children when does does that affect your watching experience more so than it would for somebody like us? When before I had kids, when like stuff happened to kids, I'm like, oh, that's that's sad. That's a kid. But like ever since I have children now, I always imagine my son and my daughter's face <laughs> like transpose on their faces. So uh-huh. essentially, I was watching my two-year-old little baby Ruth tear into this mother's face. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Ruth, stop. Don't do, don't do that, Ruthie. <laughs> but yeah, I would say, yeah, like it, it gets me when like um, oh, freaking Macaulay Culkin in whatever that movie with um, Dan Aykroyd is a, a funeral home director and the bees get him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it the good son? No, it's uh, oh, it's so sad. Yeah, and, she, and she's like, um, the little girl's my, like yelling. Um, oh my god, I know. But no, like yeah, that's yeah. a you know pre kids like oh that's it's like a seventy five percent sad. Post kids, I can't watch that. Uh, my kids are probably allergic to bees. There's a, there's a freaking bee nest hidden under the ground, like a trapdoor spider going to get my kids. We can't <laughs> trapdoor mm, spider. can't we can't go outside anymore, guys. So yeah, I was like, yeah, it definitely, for me at least, but I'm also a big old poon. Well, I think it makes sense. Like, having kids makes scary movies scarier because mm-hmm. you can, like you said, you can see your, their faces on on these faces. And for us, like, obviously I think we're super desensitized at this point and not much affects us. But if I had something to kind of like imagine a different you know, face there or something. I can, I can definitely see my, my enjoyment uh, of these movies, not necessarily being. Yeah. As what it is now. I mean, I've gotten to the point where it's only stuff like hereditary that really hits me. Cause it's just the stuff that makes me really like upset. Like not, yeah. not like, scared. It's just like, I feel like shit now. Like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's yeah. the stuff that like really, that I guess I gravitate toward now. Cause that's the stuff that like impacts me. Mm-hmm. Cause like wreck, when I saw it in high school, it definitely frightened me, but I've seen it enough now to where I can just watch it like a regular movie. Right, um, right. 
And because I've seen so many things like it, I just kind of feel that way. But like the first time I saw Hereditary, that was that was a punch to the gut, regardless of what I've seen previously. Were you alone in theaters when you saw Hereditary? No, I went with uh, I went with a couple friends, and we walked out being like, "You uh, want to go get wings?" <laughs> like, what do you <laughs> like, do after that? Yeah, like what do you do after that? Uh, you, you talk yeah, to your parents yeah. and make sure they're not in cults. Yeah, That's I mean, fair. <laughs> That's background true. check it was um, rough uh midsummer was rough because uh the dickhead boyfriend in its name is christian <laughs> and i was sitting there being like am i a dickhead boyfriend like this guy like this guy. a lot of soul searching <laughs> yeah that's a pretty long movie and, and my partner uh hannah ended up like loving it uh but she only saw the director's cut first so now when we rewatch it, we are watching like a three hour and 15 minute version. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah so, many, so many. And honestly, if you haven't seen the director's cut, seek it out. I haven't seen it. I actually really want to. I it adds a lot of context that wasn't in the first one that I think doesn't, it doesn't over explain. It just expands. Cool. Right. Okay. Man, there's yeah. just so much of that movie where I'm like, well, first off, I wouldn't go to that weird festival. <laughs> like, Hell no. No, 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 no. Second off, like that, uh, I mean, it's just like you know (laughs) how when you watch horror movies, you're like, just you know, how the how the heck do these people act like this? You know, that's one of my biggest things. Like we, you know, watch these movies. I'm just like, kid, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, and to to bring it back to wreck, I feel like this one has a lot of realistic reactions Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways from a lot of the people. Um, Some, I mean. Not really any too unrealistic. It's just people kind of being confused, standing around an apartment, and then yeah. uh, dying. It's like, very chaotic. Which yeah, it, it mm-hmm. does that really well, which is is always important. I think with found footage type movies, it has to feel like it is. It's not you're not seeing just actors acting like with right. blocking and all that yeah. stuff. And this one does a really good job of uh, of feeling like the chaos and the claustrophobia because mm-hmm. the the longer the movie goes on the apartment building they're stuck in gets less and less safe yep. and so their safe places shrink down and they to, keep going up yeah which is yeah. so scary they just have to have keep having to go higher and higher and higher and if, until of course they get into the final room you know where it goes into all dark with the monster and all that stuff and it's just really effective i just <clears throat> I don't know, man. It, it's kind of funny because I um I love watching those like how to survive the Saw movie videos or like whatever. They're like, oh, these yeah, people no. are idiots. This is exactly how you would do this trap or whatever, right? Um, it was like so I watched another <laughs> one of these uh, videos about this movie. They're like, how would you survive this? And basically, I was like, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Like that, there's nowhere to go. He's like, these people did exactly what like you know in this situation I would do, and they're all dead. I mean, it's just yeah. like. You know, like what can you do? This is a this is an infection that's spreading rapidly. Right. I mean, yeah. Only With eight, no vaccine. I mean, how long do you guys think you would last if you oh, were not not long at all? Not very long. I mean, other than mm-hmm. the fact that I would just I would I would be very pro like turtling up. Like we've got to get in an apartment. Yeah. Lock the door. Barricade the mm-hmm. door. You know, like but we are not like. That's out there. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done without there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that. That's my strategy. Whether it be in like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, where I just hide in one house and just turtle up and hope nobody finds me, 
and um that 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 would be my strategy with this as well just just we got to get to one spot and we got to i mean it, it's like Call of Duty Zombies, like the original one, right? Like, like you are boarding mm-hmm. up this one house. You pick an area, you stay in that area. You're boarding up windows. You're 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 doing this. You're turtling up. So, that would be my strategy, anyway. I, nice. I would have no strategy because I I know good and well, <laughs> not gonna make it. <laughs> not gonna make it. Yeah, I'm not confident in in my my survival skills in most situations, but especially in a zombie. Had <laughs> that labor of zombies yeah. trying to eat you. Yeah, you know I think who I really more turtle route. I think I could hole up pretty well for a while. You got to just don't leave your place. Yeah, I'm good at that. Right, don't. We've been practicing. Yeah, right. Like it'd be if we could could convince the authority. Like if you were in an apartment with a window, right? Like you're like we're not escaping. Can you send us food? Right? Like can yeah. you can you throw a can of beans through the window or something so we have like can eat in here? That would be my only. I think you could make it happen. Some Zaxby's, please. Right. Oh, nice. Extra sauce. Rub hub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we get? Can I get a uh, Cajun club? <laughs> yeah. What do you want with a diet coke, please? <laughs> BJ would get the uh, kicking chicken extra wet. Yo, get the kicking kicking chicken on a bun, extra Ooh. wet. But you gotta like talk about it a lot because they won't do it. You're, like you gotta make them laugh. I was making I Noah's. I was making like a Noah's Ark joke every time, and every time it's just dripping. Hell yeah! Nice. Awesome. <laughs> um, That's the tip. So kind of what I'm looking for. My favorite line, and I guess this is from. Oh, also that movie with Macaulay Culkin made everybody cry was "My Girl." Thank so you, my girl. Yes. My girl made everybody cry. Uh, my favorite scene, and it's right after this, like the hardest scene to watch, is where it's uh, the the bald headed firefighter, my boy Pablo, and then the reporter are going up the stairs, and they have to choke out. Yeah, I think it's the. Ch- I thought it was the Chinese woman at I first. Think it is, but no. But see, we see the Chinese woman right after. So I was like, "Who is this stranger?" Oh, yeah, I, yeah. It's, like it's another planet. It's her sickly grandfather because she talks about him for a second. I don't know. I it could also been. Might be. Yeah, yeah. have to be. But they choke out somebody, and it's really, it's really, really hard. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's rough. And there's like forty five seconds of silence because they're like, you know, the whole things are going up the stairs. And then the lights turn off, and somebody says, "Where's the lights?" And so the lady's like, "On the fucking wall." And that made me laugh so hard. Oh my god! Oh, oh, like it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Those little moments in like very intense movies really help alleviate like yeah. a lot of that tension. And it's like, okay, somebody would say that in that situation too. Right, right. Like, where's the light? It's on the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> like. Like what do you want? What do you want from me? Like I didn't turn yeah. the lights off. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> do you have a Do you have a least favorite part of the movie? My least favorite part is is right after that in my notes. Um, the most unrealistic part is where she gets the keys and she finds the exact key so fast. for that thing the first time. First off, I have like maybe five keys on my key ring and i'm in no dangerous situation and i still get the wrong key and i still drop the key ring yeah Yeah. and this lady's got the janitor keys that has a key to the cellar the super great in the textile factory on the other side of the building yep for some reason the medical assistant guy has because he's the super or some crap like that yeah i didn't quite 
catch all that yeah. myself. So that I'm was like you. that was planned at like B dot one, and then it went out the window immediately. <laughs> the CDC guy got him. True, but um, I think maybe maybe uh the uh, the reporter who, who is, gets the key on the first try, maybe she's just good under pressure, you know. She's got an eye for for keys, keys and uh, yeah. locks. She, I behold the whole reporter on the streets, man. You gotta be willing. You to, gotta know. You gotta know. Yep. You gotta know what key. Mm-hmm. Yep. She moonlights as a uh, locksmith. Yeah, that was that's in the lore. If you guys, you know, watch you'll you learn that in the season. If I watch the <laughs> Rec Two, really dives into that character's backstory. <laughs> I think my least favorite part is it Pablo that uh, stands too close to the 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 like jail cell door and then just gets like. Crap. Oh no, that's uh, that's uh, another one of the firefighters, yeah, I think. Yeah. Or, no, no, it's the it's it's, it's the, the owner. It's the oh, guy yeah, with yeah, the yeah, slick yeah. back hair, and he's oh, like, right. It's the he tenant who the... loves being on camera. Yeah. Racist. Like, I'm like, yes. yeah, yeah. The dirty Chinese who did it. Yeah, like that yeah. guy. It's, yeah. So again, this is one of my things. Like you idiot, this is like the dumb horror thing, right? Like that yeah. guy got bit. He locked himself in the jail door, and you're just like chilling next to it, like within arm's reach, just like. Go to the other side of the room. Stand anywhere else. You're just asking for it at this point. Take mm. a step. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve inches is all I'm yeah, asking for, sir. You know what I mean? Six feet, man. Six feet. Six, six feet. <laughs> Listen, six feet would have solved this movie. Like it, it would have absolutely solved this problem. All the guidelines, guys. All wear guys somebody, yeah, listen, if, if they were wearing masks, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't yeah. see a single fucking mask this whole time. <laughs> Me neither. Dude. Not cool. Yeah, I mean, like, what? I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a crowded situation. Even if you're all vaccinated, like, it's a smart thing to do. Like, I mean, don't know what to tell you. It's weak. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we have to cancel rack now. Yeah, we. Rack is canceled. So, no, no yeah. mask in sight. Yeah, sorry, rack. <laughs> it's, it's on you guys. Make another one. Rack seven. <laughs> Make it the new police academy. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've watched all the rack movies, and I knew the last two were going to be. Fucking dumpster fires. <laughs> what? I have, a, I have a question for Christian. What is the bad horror series that you've watched the most of? Because there are these yeah. the most. Of, you mean like repeatedly? Like, no, no. Of the like single movies in a series. I mean, I've like seen all potentially. I've seen all the saws. I've seen all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I've seen all the Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen all the Texas Chainsaws. I haven't seen all the Hellraisers. So I don't know which one the most. Yeah. I've, I can tell you the least. <laughs> Hellraiser probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah I grew up not being allowed to watch a lot of this stuff, and when I could watch it, it was like on AMC's like horror marathons and stuff on TV. Yep. So I watched a lot of like the horror sequels with my dad, and then when I was able to watch them for real, like I would just rent them, or then they would go streaming and just binge them in late high school and college. So nice. Yeah, I think this seen is a lot of this is horror very series. Much, this is very much reminiscent of the. Uh, super strict household parents and then you the kid goes to college and just becomes a <laughs> binge drinker <laughs> like, yeah, this, is, this is you guys with horror movies <laughs> exactly yeah we found once inject it straight to my vein we found exactly. a serbian film and never looked back <laughs> yeah a serbian film was a movie we bonded over uh simply because we were the only two that we knew that had seen it in college, there and, you go. Uh, I think that's a great. If you're unfamiliar, don't look into it. It's one of the more extreme, crazy ones. Yeah. So. Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not recommended. No, we don't recommend it. But it was what kind of bonded us together. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, we have been uh, we've been here a while. Do you have any closing thoughts on Rec that you want to share, or just about 
your show in general, your podcast about, about, yeah. your podcast about uh, horror movies in general. Um, my closing thought for Wreck is I'm excited to watch the sequel. I'm going to bomb the DVD so. from Christian tonight, bring it home, probably watch it in the next few days. Um, it's good. I highly recommend it. Wreck 2 and stop there. Not 3 or 4. Not 3 or 4. I was exclusively um, going to watch 3 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great time with Sponge John. Sponge John, baby. Listen, I'm all about some Sponge John and some uh, <laughs> uh, Philip uh hexagon there instead of patrick star and uh, oh yeah that's perfect yeah philip hexagon is my favorite all-time <laughs> new fiction character thank you yep um but i i think we'll give a shout out to to our the current series that we're working on on cellar dwellers we're doing a, a five-part uh david david cronenberg series where we watch uh, a different movie from the director's uh, each decade. decade and so we started in the 70s we've got 80s 90s and then uh, just before we got on with you guys, we were recording our 2000s episode uh, in which we watched Eastern Promises. Um, and so it's been a, a really fun series for us to do because we get a chance to like dive a little bit deeper into a single filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we break up each episode with kind of a random episode of... Like some Nick Cage, Prisoners of the like Ghost. Prisoners of the Ghost. Yeah, yes. I'm, uh, I'm something that we, we want to watch, uh, something that, that'll kind of break it up a little bit and then... Um, we're, we're, we'll have our, our last episode uh, in the series in a, in a couple weeks, but this has been our first kind of series that we've been doing, and so it's it's we're excited to try to do more and, and give ourselves some deep dives where we can you know analyze stuff a little bit more, but also watch movies that we are excited and respect. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of sums it up. Uh, we're just excited about like the horror is doing well. Uh, there's a lot of good shit coming out, um, and I, it never really goes away. The 90s was a little weird, but uh, outside of that, uh, we've got plenty to talk about. So there's tons of stuff coming out in theaters again that we've been going to at the plaza and just having a really good time with it. So so long as stuff's coming out, we'll be talking about it. Yeah, and we always talk about the theaters that, that we always go see in Atlanta. Like, yeah, Atlanta has a ton theaters. of great theaters where you can catch a lot of these, these cool horror movies. Um, and... and we're especially excited that we're like hanging out with like you guys and have a network where we can interact with people because we definitely want guests. And so, um, obviously, you guys are welcome oh, to be on. Also, also, our Rec Three will be there. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, don't tempt us because we will do a we'll, we'll we'll on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in. Um, and we have plans to, to to get some more guests down the road anyway. So, like, if anybody's listening or watching, and and has suggestions or want to reach out to us and, and try to be a guest on the show. Like we're open to it. We love, we love talking to people about these and um, it's okay. If you're not a horror fan, we have guests all the time that aren't. Yeah. I'm definitely not. I like, like I said yeah. before, like I, I, I I'm the a giant scaredy cat, but um, I, the world building is probably my favorite part in all these horror movies. I'm like, just how did, how did we get here? Like, what's the backstory here? So, and I think I, horror does that differently yeah. than a lot of movies, right? Like, you're able to tell these like really crazy, like build this really crazy world that you wouldn't be able to in another sense. And that, that's re- that's what draws me to it. Um, even though I'm deathly afraid and will think about it for weeks on end, if it's a scary enough movie, like hereditary, like I'll just be like, Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> all of a sudden I know where just be like terrified. I mostly just enjoy watching Griffin be terrified. Like that's that's where I found my joy in these things. Like I am scared, and I go home with nightmares too. But I get a little bit of joy watching Griffin hold that pillow. Oh, I, when we watched uh, Midsummer, I held a pillow definitely. 
do what you gotta do man. Hey, man, dude, i was like chilling because <laughs> the first one i was like you know in front of my computer so that i had set up like a webcam on top of my tv last time and i was just like had a blankie like i was like chilling bud so i max comfort max yeah i do comfort. maximum comfort hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a fun rating system. Uh, BJ, why don't you give us? Oh, a, uh, I got it. I got it. I actually have it in my notes. Hold the phone. Um, scary as dog hell. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so if you can give it ten out of ten near psychotic attempts to save your child, because that's how it is. So I didn't get the whole Christian. Like they got the devil out of the thing. I just thought I didn't know what I didn't know what happened at the end. I was so hyped up. I was like, oh yeah, it's a little bit unclear. It's unclear, and I kind of explained it more to Colby while we were watching because they get very explicit with that in Wreck Two. Ah, see, I got to watch Wreck Two. It's like Kingdom Hearts, Griffin. Oh, okay. You don't you don't understand Kingdom Hearts one until you play Dream Drop Distance. Okay, there we gonna get and there like uh like a rec point five and it's going to be like a, a web series on YouTube that I have to go watch. And then be surprised. <laughs> do I get the mobile game where it's like the little yeah. emoji <laughs> characters? Yeah. The, it's a VR, it's a VR experience. Oh no, sir. <laughs> I was going yeah. to doll hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like I'm not ready for that. Like if that's what the future is, like if we're watching like movies in VR and a horror movie VR, like absolutely not. Dude, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, we're ready for that. Nope. 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 I don't, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like haunted houses. Like I hate haunted houses. I don't even like oh, my ass don't go to a haunted house because you never know if that guy's really crazy or not. You never know. <laughs> I like to live on the edge, though, you know? Not me. No. I got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> they got kids. This is, this is just a true. Thursday, yeah. Colby. What's wrong with you? Like, I went to, like, a haunted house in somebody's, like, house. Like, it was just one in their backyard, and I hated it. <laughs> I was like, this yeah, is- We should do a haunted house just at, at, at Christian's house and just kill My people. old house that was, like, probably really haunted. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true, yeah. Mostly we had haunted house. Have y'all done the, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, Netherworld. Netherworld in Atlanta? No, I've been trying to convince people to come with me for years. We should do it. I have never done it either. Can we live stream it for the machine? Yeah. Oh, dude, you, guys, you guys enjoy doing that with the cellar dwellers. And BJ, I BJ will. lives in uh he lives in Metro Atlanta. He said to himself, no, the I don't. I live in the boonies, man. No, I don't. I mean, I'll go see a movie. I'll go see a, whatever ne- dumb Nick Cage movie you guys want to see. But no, nah, we'll hold you to that offer, though. We will. Please do. I ain't got nothing yeah. going on. Movies, <laughs> movies, you know, movies are our, our jam. Like we're so down to yeah. go see movies with anybody. especially Nick Cage movies. Especially, oh, Atlanta comes out for the Cage, dude. Yeah, they love him. We love him here. Um, oh wait, so tell me your your the rating system again, so we can. Oh, oh. out of ten near psychotic attempts to save your child, how many psychotic attempts to save your child would you rate this film? I gave it eight. Eight out of ten. It was a good movie. For me, me, with this one, I need to rewatch the sequel. I would probably give this one a seven out of ten. Would be my rating for it. And I'll go, I'll go right between you guys and go seven point five. Oh, uh, I really enjoyed it. it. I love a good short movie. I know I mentioned that yeah. earlier, but like it, it moves it's really concise. quickly. It's lean, and and that just that gives it that extra point five. I think because right. if this was like twenty extra minutes of like bad exposition, exposition, it'd probably be like a six. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it moved at such a good pace that 7.5 feels right. Really enjoyable. That's fair. I like that. I like Absolutely. That. I'm going to abstain because I didn't actually watch the movie. <laughs> so Did you I, enjoy the YouTube videos? They that were you... great. I loved it. Yep. 
<laughs> is oh, it a series, oh, the, the, Griffin, of like surviving? Yeah, well, it, like it's, it's not just like one horror? channel. Like I, I did go into deep dive on one channel where he was like, he, he went through like this, every. This is how I would survive. Well, not like that. He's like, oh, this is you know objectively like this is mm-hmm. like a, the better way to do that. And then like he did the oh what movie? Um, this is I'm. Ghost Rider? No, it was uh, a movie like where the the these college students were going to go on this humanitarian mission to like the Great Inferno. Yes, that I watched the movie. I I fucking hate that movie. (laughs) We we beef with we beef with the Iraq, not like the director of that movie. Dude, that I watched a video about that movie and I was like, whoa! I hate that movie and I've seen it twice. We, we and we'll probably watch it again for the podcast. We at some especially, point. it's very funny that you brought up Green Inferno because we especially hate Green. We talk on that movie a lot in like the earlier why? episodes of the podcast. Hell yeah! Why? Ooh, yeah, why? It's just a mess. It's like a blatant ripoff of Cannibal Holocaust, but it's like Cannibal Holocaust like goes for it and is like notoriously intense. And this is just like a spineless version of that. It also by a frat boy. It also stars Junie from the Spy Kids movies. Yep. And he, oh, his character is horrible. Yeah, there's a scene where someone shits themselves and it's really bizarre and like over the top, like slapsticky almost in the middle mm-hmm. of this cannibal movie. Uh, and then he starts masturbating, Junie from and, Spy Kids. Yeah, Junie from Spy Kids. They're all like enclosed in this like little thing about to be eaten yeah. by cannibals, and he just starts jerking off. And they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, ah, "I gotta come before I die." And you're like, "This was what? written by a frat boy." You've opened the can of worms by asking us about. Actually, Green actually, Green. I, yeah, I really sorry. hate this movie. You know, I, I mean, if I, someone's I trying to up. get you. You know, maybe Junie was like, maybe this, maybe this is too far for the cannibals. They're like, oh, gross! Yeah, I don't like want to. Like he's a, sticky. I don't want to eat this one. Like he's a like, yeah, cobra situation. Exactly. Oh, no. I was like, like I'm gonna oh. get out of this. Like that makes no sense. Like when we were in uh in, in high school, we were doing like this uh, church retreat thing. Like and uh and yep. Like I had I had gone to bed before everybody, and we were it was like January, and like we were staying at a house in the pool, and everybody like tried to like came into my room, and they were gonna throw me in the pool. And I just got naked. I was like, I'm not getting thrown. I mean, like, let's go. And then everybody's like, yes, who did it? Yeah. Yes, who didn't get thrown in the pool that night? Griffin. He was naked. We're like, <laughs> we're not going to touch him. Yeah, truly. Yeah. So I, I, I see where his head's at here, but uh, uh, poor, poor execution. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> guys, thank you guys so much for being here. This is a blast. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. Um, real quick, where can where to, where can everyone find you guys on uh, socials? Pretty much uh, at Cellar Dwellers Pod or Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Pretty much uh, anywhere: Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, our email is Cellar Dwellers Pod at Gmail at Gmail uh, yeah, Get reach out. Like we we love hearing the fucked up movies that people have seen that don't really want to talk about it with anybody else. We want to talk about it. Uh, give us suggestions. Yeah. We're open to kind of whatever we've done. Uh, quite a few of the movies have come from just the guests or uh, friends telling us that we need to check something out. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you can find BJ and all on Twitter at the best palcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Griffin underscore guitar, BJ on Twitter at BS 92. Uh, come join uh, the Indie source discord. Uh, that's where we, can you find all of us? Um, it's a great place for everybody to hang out, talk about, give episode ideas, and, and interact with everybody. It's really cool there. Um, Beach, you got anything to add before we get out of here? Nope. Cool. <laughs> That's all I got. I was like, oh, God, did Griffin give me assignment? Nope. No. <laughs> um, it's Halloween. 
I'm looking at my text to Griffin oh. to see what I wanted to do for Halloween. I think next week I, was a blank, <laughs> but we got stuff. Next week's a blank. So if you got an idea what we want us to do for Halloween, let us know. I know good and damn well I'm going to find a way to watch that movie about them jeans that kill people because I'm <laughs> not spending. Excuse me, sir? <laughs> I think it's called Slacks, S-L-A-X-X. I believe it. God, yes. It's on X-X. Shutter. X-X. Two X's? Yeah, it's on Shutter. I've watched it. That's how you know it's good. (laughs) Two X's. That's how you know it's good. I had triple X. Cowards. Fair enough. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. Guys. X didn't give it to them. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Everyone, thank you so much for joining us on Twitch and listening to this episode. Uh, We will be back with you guys really soon for more Halloween content. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye later. Bye.